0: Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, What to do until love finds you, secrets of an irresistible woman.
1: What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships?
0: (laughs) Hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak
1: for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Summing up,
0: a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broke, and miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it?
1: Hi, Delia Knight. Hi, Carla now. How are you this week? I
0: am fantastic. How are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Other than our technical mishaps, I'm doing fantastic. We're figuring it out, we're because owning we're- it empowered women. That's right. So, We're doing the best we can. Don't you hate when people say that I'm doing the best I can. It's like, mm, probably not. <laughs> not if you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened since last week, since we last recorded, we we set some goals. Since we last recorded, I
0: came back to Vegas. Yeah, so I'm here in my sadly, sadly, my handling San Diego. However, however, I registered finally on Hinge, as we talked about. Yes. And I've been out on a couple dates. Girl, I know you have. You better tell us. So I met a gentleman for drinks. Happy hour. A gentleman caller. It went well. So I thought. Have not really heard back from him. So. Did you want to hear back from him? Um. Yes, I guess. (laughs) So clearly. (laughs) In a perfect world, yes. (laughs) Obviously. I guess I'm kind of a person who likes to hear back, even if you don't care for me. Or you think like, oh, that's, that's cool. I met you, but eh, you're not really my flavor of ice cream. You can tell me. It's cool.
1: Right. Like a common courtesy thing.
0: Yeah. So it's like, I know that like, you didn't die in a fiery crash or you know, you're stuck at the bottom of a well or I don't I guess my mind goes immediately to like terrible, awful things happening. (laughs)
1: So I just I feel like that's the trend nowadays. If you go out and you can hit it off and it can be an amazing time or it can be awful. And when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. But you know, you might get a text in two weeks from now that says, hey, what's up? I've been super busy. Oh my goodness. Which is fine
0: too. So I'm trying not to spend too much time dwelling on that. It was good while it, you know, it was. So (laughs) all right. And then I went out for breakfast yesterday with a gentleman and I'm going to see him again.
1: So we'll see where that goes. So I've been out in a boot. I'm so proud of you. So you were, you. you. you had had, you had been out of the kind of pool for three years, right? About three years. Yes, about three years. Dang, dude. That's awesome.
0: I I jumped back in.
1: You are wasting no time.
0: No, I'm trying not to. But then I just, you know, it's like where I left dating. It's like watching a soap opera. (laughs) (laughs) You can stop watching for five years, watch one episode, you're back in the game. Right. You know what's up. Totally. So that's been kind of both. I guess reassuring because not much changes and also a little disheartening. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Reassuring and disheartening.
1: Yeah, speaking of disheartening. um. (laughs) (laughs) What a great segue. You're amazing (laughs) Uh, at that. Well, I too signed up for Hinge. Mm-hmm. And promptly I have become unhinged because I, <laughs> I I, matched with a couple of gentlemen and a couple of gentlemen liked my pictures. And then in Hinge, you can kind of say you don't have to start a conversation, but you can invite the other person to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I did that to two men that I could imagine myself. Conversing with. Uh, and I've heard nothing back. One man I began a conversation with, and there was a picture of him. It looked like he was in um sort of like a a Viking uniform or some kind of, you know, it was a costume of some sort. So some kind of cosplay thing going on. Okay. Okay. And I messaged him and I said, Oh me, oh my. And he responded and said, "I know, right?" And then I, <laughs> he was—he was very proud I'm of himself. Loving where this is going. And I said, "So what was the occasion?" And he said, "Oh, a BDSM conference." Oh, yeah. I did not see that coming. Yes. Yeah, so shortly after that, I deleted the app, and I—I'm, <laughs> you know, I just kind of realized. I think right now, I'm not in a place to date. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to force it. Okay. I don't want to force it. And if, if nothing else, I don't want to force it on that app because, uh, you know, there's some, there was some attractive, nice looking guys on there. I'm not saying there weren't, but I just feel like it's a mindset and I know the mindset. I've been in it before and I'm not in it right now. I'm just not. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. So I'm I'm okay with that. Well, we all appreciate your honesty. Yes. I'm sharing my soul. Yeah. So, but I will say this. So this week's book, which is the book that I told you that I think that you would just love. This week's book is actually one of the books that inspired me to do this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because when I listened to this book initially, which was probably over a year ago, I you know i I did the audio book, mm-hmm. and um, when I initially listened to it 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 bothered me so much. The guy is so kind of crass and he's just very in your face, and so I thought, well, what? how is this guy? What are his qualifications? What makes him somebody to that, be
0: crass and in your face?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, how is he somebody who's qualified to tell me how to date and how to fall in love and how to, you know, figure all this stuff out. So uh, the book is called men don't love women like you. And it is by GL Lambert, the brutal truth about dating relationships and how to go from placeholder to game changer. So uh, there's a lot there in that title. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a big title. Like, you know, I've said in the past, I'm already exhausted listening to it. And so on the back of the book, the the back cover, he says, typical bitches get typical results. Empowered women get powerful results. Open this book and learn how to get away with pussy power at a level never before seen, and change your life. <laughs> so question. <laughs> yeah, already hit
0: me. Does he also in this book explain the levels of pussy power? Yeah, oh, totally. I didn't know. Oh, Okay, because I didn't know there there was levels. So I already Absolutely. feel like an empowered woman.
1: Absolutely. However, so he says, learn how to get away with pussy power, right? So then when you get into the book, One of the tenets of the book is you are not your vagina. And I'm thinking, well, that contradicts your whole thing about how I'm getting away with my pussy power. (laughs) Yeah. Where does he think pussy power comes from? I don't know. Smack dab in the middle of the vagina. That's (laughs) That's where it comes from. That's that would be my guess. Okay. Yeah. So already (laughs) conflicting. (laughs) Conflicting statements, conflicting statements. And uh, for me, there was a lot of that in the book. So one of the things that I did was I went to uh, look up his history, his qualifications, his education. I swear to God to you, I, I googled him, I looked up on Amazon, his books on Amazon. And so I tried to find bios, I, I you know, I did every search that I would normally do. I could find nothing of this man's qualifications, even on his own website. Um, the only thing that, you know, he says that in, over the past six years, he's talked to tens of thousands of women who have seeked his advice. Okay. So I did the, I did the math <laughs> and six years is 2,190 days. Okay. So he would have had to talk to about five women every day for six years to have talked to tens of thousands. So So tens
0: of thousands. What's your interpretation of that?
1: Well, that's the thing. So it could be 10,000 or it could be 10 (laughs) of a thousand. (laughs) Uh, You know, you could say that, right? It's tens of thousands. So it could be tens of 5,000, which would be 50 women. So I don't, I don't believe him. I don't believe that he's talked to tens of thousands of women because I just think that that's a lot of women and a lot of work. Does he
0: on his website, cause I did not look at his website. Does he have like, does he do speaking engagements or host workshops or anything like that?
1: So mostly on his website are his books, which are, okay. uh, she ain't it solving single, the unicorn delusion and my favorite, Ho Tactics.
0: Okay, so my favorite is the Unicorn Delusion. And I was looking at that and thinking, uh-huh. Oh, I wish I came up with that title.
1: <laughs> it's a good one, right? It's yeah. One. I didn't I didn't delve into what most of those books were about, but I did look up Ho Tactics just because come on. I mean, I was so curious of uh, what Does the hell Does it have to do with Pussy Power? Yes, it does, girl. And that's the Mm. thing. A lot of this stuff is just repeated in, you know, in each of his books. It's, it's repetition. So I, so, so to kind of break it down, to break down the book for you, his whole thing is that women are approaching relationships from a place of sort of just being a basic bitch. And so he has this theory that it it doesn't matter how amazing you are, how educated you are, how much money you make, how nice your home is, what kind of car you drive. Um, what about what kind of boobs I have? Well, he did make a reference. <laughs> oh, here we go. He—he <laughs> <laughs> he, There was one part of the book where he made a reference of, So what if your woman can lick her own nipples? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's not necessarily a selling point. Just because a woman can do that, that's not something that makes you special. And that's like among a list of all the things that do not make you special, that do not make men want you. Um, So does anything make you special? Okay, so here's the deal. So what he's selling is how to become a Spartan, okay? He thinks that women, in order to attract the right kind of man, that kind of man that's going to be your king, your protector, your... Fellow Spartan. Right. That, <laughs> that you know, you have to be a Spartan. Okay.
0: So what if I want the guy who plays the flute and writes poetry? You're
1: fucked. <laughs> Because, oh,
0: okay, yeah. That so, figures.
1: <laughs> and I was curious, like, what is a Spartan? Because I think we link it to Rome and, but on vocabulary.com, it says, a Spartan existence is kind of like being a monk. Your room is bare, you live simply and eat sparingly, and your sheets are probably scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> so not a high thread count. Got it. Right. So, because I'm thinking, where did he come up? With this idea of a Spartan, because I equate that with, you know, I don't know, war. I, I, yeah,
0: I equate it with being a warrior. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And
1: like that's, being a Spartan is like and I going think, into battle. I think it doesn't hurt you to when you're out there dating, right, to go into it like it's war. With a freaking sword and shield?
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Right, but I don't know how many men want to do battle. To that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're out there, but... So, one of the things also about this book that I found extremely interesting is that if you listen to the audiobook, the narrator's voice is incredibly creepy. Unbelievably creepy. Oh, now I
0: gotta listen to the audiobook. I have to hear
1: this. So I will play that for you now.
0: Chapter seven, how to attract men without even trying. You are a Spartan. You don't look for men. Men look for you. The basic bitch frustrations of where do I go to find a good man in my city will never apply to you.
1: So, yeah, he sounds a little bit like a child molester. I mean, (laughs) am I right? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Um yeah, so I can't you know, it was it was difficult to listen to I think there's about eight uh how many chapters are we talking here? There are a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of chapters, right? Uh chapter it's twenty seven chapters. It's difficult to listen to Ugh. this guy. And terrifying
0: in so <laughs> <laughs> because So it's, it's not the author that narrates his own audiobook?
1: No. But it's real creepy. Real creepy to me. So, okay. So that's a lot of like negative stuff and it's a lot of silliness. However, there, I think there are some good points that the book makes. And I think I would be, it would be a disservice to me to not listen to it and and take it to heart because I feel like some of the stuff that he has to say, it's valuable. He really, he encourages women to have your own life, to be invested in things that make you better, and that take you to the next level of your life, whether or not there's a good man in it or not. So that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. Also, another big thing that he sort of says is that, you know, he he kind of goes into the the thought that uh, men will sleep with you. You know, you don't have to bring much to the table to to be in a physical relationship with a man. Yes. It, it's it's not that hard to pin that down with someone. No. However, to be in in an emotionally invested relationship with a man is a whole other bag of tricks, right? Mhm. So, in order to get a man to be interested in investing in you emotionally, you kind of have to show him that you can be his friend he you know you he can trust you he knows you're not gonna you know make him look bad or uh you know, all the, all the like normal stuff, like lying to him, cheating, you know, those things, of course, but, but just uh, being a woman of character, and being a woman of, you know, who values the sanctity of your relationship with another person, and that you are there for that person, and they are there for you. And he says, that's, you know, it's, it's possible with just about any man but it's harder to get to that point because men don't see women how they see their male friends you know they don't okay. sort of see us as the way that they see their buddies so gotcha. he said it you know it's it's difficult to get to that place which makes total okay. sense cuz I, I that's definitely been my experience of of getting to a place where i feel like the guy i'm with is really into me as a person and really interested in my life and my talents and what I'm doing every day to, to be a better person. Um, that, that has been harder, I think, to connect on a level with certain men in my life that I've dated for sure. I don't know if that's been your experience, but. A little bit.
0: And I think, There's something about – see, I'm not sure how to quite get there, I Mm. guess. Like, that kind of becoming their friends or saying that you're – I mean, I am wildly (laughs) not getting there. So, I don't know. I mean, if he says you can do it with most guys, does he kind of lay out the plan
1: for that then? Well, yeah. So – kind of the thing is is that he advocates strongly for no sex early on in a relationship for that okay. to be something that that man is working for and that you do not just hand over uh freely <laughs> on a plate uh and and he doesn't it he doesn't demonize having sex early on, but he definitely kind of cautions you that if that's what you want to do, that you have to know that you might, you might lose that guy's interest pretty quickly uh, because men compartmentalize. So a man can be friends with a woman and a man can have sex with a woman, but a man can't always do both. Okay. So if you get into the category of the woman that the man is having sex with, sometimes it can be a disservice because it's hard for them to sort of then go back. So he mm. he advocates building the friendship first okay. and then you know and then kind See of working where it on goes. exactly. Exactly. And that's I think that that's fair. I, you know, I have, I have my issues with making sex be like an exchange, but I guess it, it does make sense because when I become friends with women, I don't, (laughs) you don't, you know, you don't hop into bed with them right away. No, generally not. Typically no. Typically no. Well, I'm glad he doesn't
0: demonize sex because sometimes like that's like all I want too. So... Right. I don't want a relationship with every guy I go out with.
1: Yeah. That would be freaking exhausting. Right. So what he says is, is that if a man is not aggressively pursuing you, if he's not returning your phone calls, if he's not getting back to you within a timely manner and he's not showing respect, and then he's just he's just not doing the things that let you know that a man is interested, he you know and i mean surely we know what interest looks like. So, yeah. He's he's kind of saying you need to be able to trust that he's going to show up for you in that way first and then you can sort of get start to get physical, share your body, share your heart. But he's like don't share your heart with someone who's not getting vulnerable with you and that's uh, that's a big thing for me i kind of I, I do that all i do that a lot when i date i i start to get vulnerable and start to open up way before the man that i'm with does i do that a lot so so then i have does to the give man him you're
0: with like smile and nod like what's the exchange well no it's more like kind you're pouring of... your heart out and he's
1: like i'm
0: mm, like a milkshake <laughs>
1: No, it's more, it's been more kind of me sort of sharing more personal stuff or wanting to do things like having that man meet my other friends or going on a weekend trip together or things like that that are probably sooner than this person is thinking. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like those things sort of start to define the relationship. And okay. once once I have recognized a man as someone that I actually want to spend time with, then I want to spend time with him. So I I start to put those things out there, and you know, this author's thing is that men are betting you before you even start dating. Uh, they're kind of you know, if if it's somebody that you that you know, obviously online, that's that's not the case, but. They're vetting you the whole time. And so if the vetting process doesn't include you taking your time and going slow, then it starts to worry them that they're going to, the expectation is going to be beyond what they're willing to give. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. It
0: does make sense. And it's just so ding, ding, confusing. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so like... You know, you have to go slow enough, but not too slow, so as to, like, totally, like, have them lose interest. And then you can't go too fast, because then that (laughs) will scare them off. I feel like I'm trying to, like, call, like, a raccoon to me or something. (laughs) Well, and I think... am just throwing out bits of food.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's part of, that was part of my issue, because I feel like these are all great, and this makes sense, but... I am exhausted with trying to figure it all out. Shouldn't it just, you just flow or you don't. I mean, you just, you have a rhythm with someone or you don't. Yeah. And I still believe that that's true. And I have a hard time even remembering all of these things that I'm supposed to do, much less than implementing them into the relationship that I'm having or trying to have. He, he advocates. So he kind of suggests that you, you don't have sex until at least after a third date or, or even longer, even longer. He says that usually if a man is actually interested in you as a person and wants to get to know you that, and and isn't just trying to have it be a sexual thing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that by the third date, if they're not pushing sex, that that's usually a pretty good indicator that they're actually really interested in you as a human being. And it's not just uh, a sexual thing for them. I don't, I don't know if that's true. If you're listening to this and if you're a man or if you're a woman and you want to email us and tell us if that's true or not, I'd love to know because I, you know, I, I, I've i never tested that theory. I've never waited until after the third day. I mean, I have to like to get physical or intimate, but I've never said to myself or to another person, um, there's no physicality happening between us until after a certain time period. I I've just never done that. So I
0: it Yeah, it, I'm just wondering what's so special about that third date. Like why well, is that the magic number?
1: I think he says after the third date, like like I said, he that's when you kind of know, oh, this guy genuinely likes spending time with me. Okay. You But know, that's it's, not the
0: second date or the fourth date. That's like the third date.
1: Well, right. Because if he, so if he doesn't try to get sex the first date, okay, if, if the okay. first date is not his first attempt, okay, that's a good indicator that this guy is interested in more than just sex with you. If the second date, okay. typically by the second date, he says that a guy who's just trying to get some is going to try to go for it on the second date. Okay. Okay. And then third date, if you make it to the third date and he still hasn't tried, that's really the best indicator that this person just likes being around you. And that's the most important thing for building an actual relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, This book is about going from dating to relationship. It's not about if you just want to be casual. So, okay, you know, fine. I, I get it. We need to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors this week. Hey, girl, do you love your jewelry? You do, right? Well, I thought I did until I discovered Trust Fund. This is jewelry to love so much that you can't wait to wear it again. Each piece is handmade with care and beautiful materials by two women who want to bring a little more lovely into your life. And it's also affordable. Check them out on Instagram or shop the website. T-R-U-S-S-E-D fund, trust fund. You can get an extra 20% off when you mention us. Land Your Man. Hey, Land Your Man listeners. Is something holding you back in life? Are you feeling stuck? When you're ready for a breakthrough, reach out to me. I'm Jerry from Quantum Transformation Coaching. I help clients resolve unconscious patterns, heal the past, and create the lives they truly want to live. Mention that you heard this ad on Land Your Man and your first session is free. Find me on the web at quantumtransformation.coach to find out how I can help. That's quantumtransformation.coach. Now go land your man. Some of the things that I did also Like that he talked about were things that cause problems in the relationship early on. Okay. Are sometimes communicated or sometimes are not communicated. So some of those things are when your family or friends interfere or give you their opinion too early on or get involved in your situation before they really know the person. Dealing with exes, having exes in the picture. He's like... If you start dating a man who is constantly talking about an ex or who you see interacting with an ex constantly still or, you know, he's like, that's not a great indication that this person is ready to move on and to be in a new relationship. So you need to kind of keep that in mind that um, it's fine for somebody to be friends with an ex. That's that's okay. But if this person is regularly interacting with someone that they've been intimate with and been in a relationship with in the past, it can cause problems in a new relationship. And I agree. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yes, that makes sense. I guess
0: unless there's kids involved, which that seems like you'd be much more inclined to be a part of your ex's life.
1: Right, right. But I think he's talking more about like really being, it really still being in their lives, you know, that it's... As far as you know, you're out with them, and they're getting, you know, multiple texts from a from a past relationship, or they're constantly talking about this person with you. He's he's like, there's no reason for for this person to be discussing someone that they've already closed a chapter with with a new person, you know. And then the like picking at scabs is one of the things, like uh, going in there and. Continuing to to create problems and 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 negativity and to keep bringing things up that bring the relationship down it, it, early on is obviously a bad indicator of of where <laughs> it's going to go.
0: But later on, totally fine.
1: <laughs> Another thing in the book that I was torn on is. Him talking about you know being careful not to emasculate a man and that it I think it was the delivery. So but when I thought about it and I listened to it again, I I agreed. I agreed because he says that men are under constant pressure to be strong.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. They have to constantly live in a world where they have to be on alert at all times, Uh, you know, and it's funny because I think we have this narrative now, right. That women are always like, we always have to be uh, alert and we always have to know our surroundings. And, but there's a lot of men out there that are natural protectors. So they're also always on alert as well, just in a different way. Yeah. Um, And they feel responsible for their family's safety or their loved one's safety or but they're not allowed to be soft or to be gentle about it It has to be hard it has to be masculine it has to be I'm tough I'm you know
0: punch uh, in the face yeah I get it
1: right and I'm and I am totally putting my own my
0: own lenses your own yeah
1: my own my own lens on what he's talking about because when I first read it it sounded like don't make your man feel like he's not a man but I need to like peel back the layers, take off the, you know, like say, okay, don't get defensive about it. I think it's true. I think that men do live in a culture where they have to be strong all the time. So something that sets you apart from, uh, from other women in a man's life is when they can just be, they can just be soft with you. They can be gentle. They can be vulnerable. And they don't feel like that that is going to be exploited by you, you know, and you're, you, li- you really are their safe space because we think that that's what women need. Women need men to be that. Well, men need it too. And I, I don't think we talk about that enough, you know.
0: Oh, no, no way.
1: <laughs> I don't think men allow themselves to think about that or talk about that enough. But but it's it's a thing. It's a real thing let's see there's a lot of information in the book it looks like that. i'm looking at
0: the chapter list and i have a question
1: yeah yeah, yeah. hit me the chapter
0: chapter three dick lies <laughs> using a man's mind against him book of spartan what is that and then also chapter 15 is his dick spartan proof yes <laughs> yes i'm very curious about the dicks apparently
1: well, so Dick Lies <laughs> <laughs> using a man's mind against him. okay. Right? It's basically in that chapter, he's kind of talking about how to manipulate a situation. So these are some of the parts of the book that I didn't love so much because, A, I'm not good at that.
0: Manipulation?
1: I, I'm not. I'm not good at it using your kind of feminine prowess to uh, manipulate a situation or a man. And is his dick Spartan proof? <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, he lays out all of this information and advice about how to become this sort of super woman that men just fall over themselves to get to. Right. And then, so sometimes you're going to come across a guy that, not even that's good enough. Not even that woman's going to do it for him. And yeah. And how to overcome that, which I I'll be honest. I don't, I don't remember. I think that's something that people need to go read, (laughs) read about, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it is, is that it's just, are you the type of woman that, can conquer any man and not, not every man can be conquered by you. So that's when you need to move on and to quit trying to force someone to be in it with you. That's not supposed to be in it with you. And that's hard too. You know, that's hard. Also a big thing. And I, I touched on it earlier is just the idea of not getting into the relationship stuff early on really vetting the guy because he you know he says like men are vetting you in the beginning okay women have to be doing the same that same work we cannot go into it and I agree with this so we're taught that if a man likes you and he's interested in you you have to hang on for dear life because (laughs) that's you know that might be the last
0: train out of the station
1: right and he's like men sort of go into any kind of association with a woman thinking, oh, she's a maybe because they're not in any rush. Nobody told them that there was a time limit on when they were going to find love.
0: Wow. But
1: for women, I'm just wondering
0: like what that would look like, like hearing that as a woman. What do you mean? Well, just because like it's so geared toward, like women having children and that's a certain Uh window right so and in order to have children you must be in love (laughs) yes of course so it's like you're kind of on this mission yeah to get that handled yeah right so like we're on two different timetables like guys are like when it happens it'll happen and we're like we got six months we need to nail (laughs) this down (laughs)
1: my clock is ticking and it's all, it's almost out of batteries, dude. You gotta get on the stick. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a huge part of it because I mean, honestly, like a man can have a child. Well, and semen, semen work all the time. <laughs> that's a twenty-four hour thing, right? So they can have a child in, uh, into their eighties if they wanted to. Yeah, um, women cannot. That's I mean, no. women are women are having babies older now than they ever did before, though, right? I mean,
0: yeah, but still, I mean, it's you're still looking at, I don't know, what the exponential like, disastrous things that can happen after forty <laughs> that you right. become like the highest risk on the planet besides exactly. being like an astronaut or, <laughs>
1: like, right? Totally, no, totally. So I I'm sure that that totally factors in and. Honestly, I would say I'm kind of going back through things. He doesn't talk about that aspect of um once you're coupled up. It's more of like getting there. He doesn't talk about raising a family and children with this um Adonis to you know that you've that you've landed. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know that he kind of did a lot of deep
0: Diving in that. Oh, my goodness. I just saw the chapter title for chapter 26.
1: Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to read that?
0: Uh, Yeah. Growing apart. Threesomes, breaks, and other mistakes.
1: Right. So. (laughs) Like my eighth grade perm. He's not an advocate. First of all, he's not an advocate of of taking a break. Okay. Uh, It's like, if you want to take a break... You should end the relationship. Yeah, it never made
0: sense to me to take breaks.
1: Right, right. I mean, Um, I get that. Yeah. And threesomes, you know, he does not... So from what I remember, he does not say that threesomes are necessarily a a no... Or what's the word? A um, deal breaker. A deal breaker. He does not say that threesomes are a deal breaker. But he does say... That if you're only doing it for him and it's not kind of your thing that you're into, then that's going to cause problems. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. You know, so he, he doesn't say, you know, he's not like, don't do a threesome. It's more like if you, if you're down and you want to do that, great. But don't do it because he's asked you to, or he expects you to. Cause that's just asking for, that's just asking for trouble in your relationship.
0: Does he mention anything about like full out orgies? Is that something that he covers? I
1: don't, I don't remember orgy uh, tips. <laughs> Being brought up in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any tips so I on guess orgies.
0: Just make sure it's your thing, too.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that makes sense, right? That's fair. I mean, it's yeah. like if, if you're going to do something like that, you obviously need to just show up and do it. Not like Paul Manafort's wife who had to get like completely trashed. Every time he made her do gang bangs, um, which, which <laughs> like, I apparently missed that
0: article on the interwebs. Girl, look it up. Google I guess I'm going to have to. It.
1: no, it's very disturbing. But that's that's what he cautions against. Are those kinds of <laughs> <laughs> against gang bangs? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. With your with your um, drunk wife. It's probably not a good idea but Probably if not. but if that's your thing and you're into it great but just know that uh, anything that's going to take an emotional toll on the relationship you should kind of be careful so some of the, so okay so some of the things though that I just like I just really it really bothered me in the very beginning he really goes on and on about and and I don't know if I just took it personally or what but goes on and on about How you are not special. You are not any different than any other woman. Uh, There are plenty of other women out there who are just as awesome and amazing and beautiful and funny and talented and, you know, career oriented and driven and as you. And I agree. But hearing it, at first it made me so angry because, you know, we're brought up to think, well, I'm so special. Mm -hmm. I'm not like everyone else. I'm so... But... Then I had to sit back and say, "Oh, oh no, he's got a point because I do know a ton of amazing women that bring all the qualities to the table that I think I would bring in a relationship and they're out there too. They're out there looking, they're out there, you know, doing the same kind of search that I've that I've done for years and the, yeah, I'm not I'm not so special <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out.
0: Or we're all special. I mean, you could look at it like that. Okay, that's not how he framed That's it. not how he framed that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, too, like, so much of finding someone to kind of hitch your wagon to has as much to do with timing as it does with, you know, what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. Because if you meet totally. someone that you jive with, but they just got out of a relationship or... You just got out of a relationship. I mean, there's just so many other factors right. than just, you know, I'm a great person and this person's a great person. Well, sometimes that it more is needed yeah. than just that. Totally. No,
1: exactly. And I mean, I think that that's the point is that you are amazing. You are awesome. But there's, you know, a hundred other women out there that this man might be interested in that you need to show up in a different way and so that's kind of what i took issue with because i just thought well that that's all true i can't argue with any of that but i i don't know what that looks like for me you know i don't know what that means for me to show up in a different way or and i mean ultimately it's just all the stuff of taking care of yourself and working on your own life and you know taking care of your health and you know all all the obvious things that we should be doing every day. Clearly, when when you listen to it, when you hear the the narrator, there's just this vibe of kind of creepiness about some of the stuff that made it very difficult for me to to really get to embrace what yeah. was being said. Exactly, to really embrace it. Like uh, one of the things fa- he says, "Sex is honey, not glue." He'll come, but won't stick. (laughs) Wow. Profound. Another thing that he talks about is how women don't, I'm paraphrasing, but how women don't know how to be a man's fantasy that every man wants, you know, Marilyn Monroe. And, and to be this sexual, sensual woman. And, and, yeah I so let me get this
0: straight we have to show up as this soft voiced Spartan warrior who went, like has to be his best friend and soft place for him to land yet also we're not special and <laughs> like there's hundreds of others of us out there just
1: like that and so what if you can suck your own nipples <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Yeah, that is not a special talent. We just have to, like, I feel like
0: it's up to us then to bend ourselves into a fucking pretzel.
1: So that's it. That's how I felt about a lot of these books is that, and in all fairness, I'm not reading the books that are written for men. Okay. I'm reading the books that are, that are written for women. But that's how I feel in a lot of these books is that here's how to get a man completely deny who you are and change change yourself completely and you can do it. You can have the relationship of your dreams. So. Sounds
0: neat. Where do I sign up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, that's kind of the breakdown of the book. He just, he takes it into um, stages of basically becoming the best you you can become. Okay. How to awesome. become a, a game changer how to attract a lot of men, then how to narrow it down to pick the man that you're going to kind of then sort of attack with your Spartan sword. Or what do they what do they use? Arrows? I don't know what Spartans use, but whatever they use. I, I don't know the weaponry of Spartans. <laughs> right. So like, cor- like gather and corner men with. Um, and then how to a rope, maybe? I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> lasso that turkey and then how to how to be in the relationship after that you know how to kind of keep him interested and and stuff like that so i this book has sold a lot of copies he has a lot of followers there is a lot of people listening to what he has to say so kudos to him um there is some valuable information in it, but I also felt just a little overwhelmed with how much work I have to do. <laughs> and the title, well finding like the the guy
0: like you it is. It's like another job essentially. It
1: is, right? It is a, it is a full-time second job to try and date and find someone that you actually. Well, for me, I think for me, uh, when I meet somebody and I tell me if this is your experience, when I meet someone, I know pretty much immediately if I'm interested in getting to know them better, right like yes i i i I feel an immediate and and I've only felt this and i I did this number, I was looking at math the other night, I was thinking how many men have been in my life that I have been genuinely attracted and interested and drawn to like in that way that you need to be drawn to someone. And there have been five men in my whole life that I have been just incredibly drawn to. And I knew the minute that I met them, that I, that that was it. I wanted to get to know them better and spend time with them, you know, let them in, have access to the, to the, (laughs) to, to my the honey. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> the honey, not the glue. <laughs> exactly, right. So, that's not a big number. I mean, that's it's just it's hard to find those those men and so then if
0: my It's hard to was, find those
1: people. I mean, let's be honest, like true. even in
0: friendships, true. like finding that connection, it's not,
1: you know. No, that's true. It's true. To find people that you actually enjoy legitimately enjoy spending time with and love that you trust. Life. Totally. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's the truth.
0: Yeah, I feel like some of the stuff that you've talked about, like, taken kind of in, like, a silo or just taking, like, one of those things and working on it would be mm-hmm. good. Like, all of them all together sound like they contradict one another. Yeah. But, like, just focusing on, okay, I'm going to wait until the third date to get physical. Or yeah. Or I'm going to, you know, be the fantasy
1: or, right,
0: you know, whatever it is, but all of those things together, it's like, I feel like I'm short circuiting. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess moving forward, if I could pick one thing from the book that I would probably want to implement in my own life is working more on becoming a friend with a man before any physical intimacy happens. I think there's no harm in it. And if the guy's pushing for some physical intimacy sooner than I'm ready for it, then that's not the guy for me. I already know that i you know, I already know that, but um, I think that that's something that I will implement moving forward and, you know, sort of let, let any potential suitor know that I, I'm really wanting to, to work on building a, a friendship with someone that I'm in a relationship with. So I hope that they're in for that. I'm not going to commit to that.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not so sure I want to be in a relationship
1: currently. Well, right. No, and that's where I think you and I are different, right? Yeah. Because that's not necessarily what, you know. And uh, I'm not going to commit to that with a man that I know is not going to be relationship material for me. Yeah. If I know that a man's not interested in having a relationship, but I enjoy being with him and spending time with him, then that doesn't mean my search is ending. But I'm I'm going to enjoy my time with that person if I you know if I choose to. So you because know. life is about choices,
0: even for Spartans.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think that's it on um, men don't love women like you. <laughs> Yeah, which that title just, oh, my God, it kills me. It kills me.
0: Really awesome, fabulous women like you. Men don't like you.
1: Yeah, I just like Or maybe he's
0: talking to the women who can, like, their own nipples.
1: Maybe. It just, it feels so offensive to me. But I think that's just obviously the feminist in me. I think that's probably also the point of the title to,
0: you know, grab somebody's attention. Yeah, of course. Because even if you're angry...
1: Obviously, you're like, I'll listen. I'll give a listen. Angry women, typical bitch, typical results. Take my (laughs) advice or leave it.
0: Yeah, I definitely need to, like, I need to check out some of these other books, I'll be honest. Number one, like, Solving Single. Yes. Yes. Because I didn't didn't know it was a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm a little bit perplexed in that anyway, so...
1: Oops. Well, and she ain't it. It's like, why do you write a book about that? I don't know. Is that geared for, for him. a dude,
0: or is that geared for
1: women? She ain't it. I think that that's geared for a dude. I think that that's for men to kind of narrow down their their choices. Um, ah. I don't know for sure. I'm I'm taking a taking a stab at that, but I think that that's what that is. So. Anyway, so
0: definitely need to get some hoe tactics in the uh, bag of tricks here.
1: Right. And I that's one that I did do some research on. And, and that's that one is very similar to this book. So in a lot of ways, and he really advocates in that one, you know, getting in touch with your really sexual, sensual side and putting that out there. Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting take. So, uh, do you have any other further questions about this, um, <laughs> this, this uh, no, I don't. What, um, book are you going to do on our next episode?
0: Um, the next book is Ignore the Guy, Get the Guy, The Art of No Contact by Leslie Braswell. Okay. Um, and kind of same thing, oh, and then the subtitle, because they all have, like, subtitles Then, like... A Woman's Survival Guide to Mastering a Breakup and Taking Back Her
1: Power. Okay. All right. So this is really focused on you've been in a relationship with someone and now you want them back? Yes. Okay. 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 I'm I'm into it. Yeah. It's
0: been, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say
1: that. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear about it on our next episode of Land Your Man. All right. A few people that we would like to thank this week. Um, I want to thank Kristen Chandler and Jordan Jacobo at You Are Gonna Die Alone. This is one of my favorite podcasts. They talk about celebrity relationship breakups in a very fun and depressing way. (laughs) Obviously, You Are Gonna Die Alone is not the best best title um, for people that are trying to find love. But, uh, you know, they tackle the issues of, you know, some of the famous couples that we've watched sort of crash and burn over the years. And, uh, they've been a lot of help to me, just kind of giving me advice and feedback. And so I want to say thank you. And I want to say to go listen to them because, uh, they're very funny. They have great chemistry. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. Do you have anyone that you would like to thank this week?
0: not off the top of my head and i'm probably going to hear about that from family members so
1: (laughs) and judy she doesn't want you
0: to thank her for no which she said she really likes your voice and my voice was just like
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i love her i love that woman i i adore her too (laughs) thank you
0: judy for giving us a listen
1: thank you judy (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Always, if you have any suggestions, comments, stories, please email us at LandYourMan at gmail.com. And please tell your friends about us. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Wow, we are a lot of places. We are all over the place. It's kind of amazing how easy it is to just upload your links. That's how y'all. that is ho tactics right there ho tactics and we are out land your man podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than carlin and delia knight